Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's way more good happening in the world every single day. But why aren't they telling you? Get the good stuff at justinbarkley.com slash good news. Get the good news, stories, ideas, and updates that are sure to put a smile on your face. That's justinbarkley.com slash good news. Justinbarkley.com slash good news. Live from high atop Monroe Center in downtown Grand Rapids, we're talking about what matters most to you in West Michigan. Join the conversation now at 616-774-2424. That's 616-774-2424. It's West Michigan Live with Justin Barkley on Wood Radio. And I welcome in, folks. Wow. What a week already. We are firing on all cylinders today. And, of course, uh, a chance to join a conversation at any time. You can be here with us at 616-774-2424. As always, great guest today. We got one who is running for Congress here in Michigan's 3rd District. The latest on that story, and you'll be able to hear from him coming up at about 9.35 this morning. But first, let's get things started with a big three. News, weather, and traffic. And the biggest stories of the day. We're talking about what matters most in West Michigan and beyond. This is the Big Three. Now today's Big Three. It's the stories that matter most. You'll be talking about these around a water cooler, their dinner table, no matter where you are. These are those stories. All powered by good friends at Heartland Home Mortgage. There has never been a better time with you see the inflation, the way things are going. Fed says they're going to raise interest rates two, three times this coming year. And, well, lock in now. Just take five minutes, one quick phone call to find out if they can save you thousands like they did for us. Whether you're going to buy or refi with Heartland Home Mortgage, 616-974-9105 or go online to hhmlending.com. Foreign Airlines have already been canceling flights in the U.S., CEOs of major airlines wanting a poorly coordinated rollout of the 5G technology, that cell phone technology, could interfere with airplane equipment and have catastrophic consequences. Now, both AT&T and Verizon voluntarily agreed not to activate their 5G towers in some sort of vicinity of the airports. I believe it's two miles. This comes after 10 of those airline execs said that there could be major disruptions. You would think... Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg and uh, FCC would be talking about this together with the FAA. You would think Biden's administration, you know, it's as tight of a ship if they've been running over the last year or so. We would have this all figured out, but yet another crisis Number two. in the mix. Speaking of Biden, he'll hold his first news conference in months today when he takes pre-selected, pre-approved questions at 4 p.m. He's only held nine in the last year. And that's a far cry from past presidents. And speaking of glitches, 
The website is up for your free test. It's up and running just with a few glitches yesterday. They did a test, a beta launch, and of course, you would expect they might see a few here and there. It launched early yesterday. Some complaining on line social media that they were blocked from ordering tests, particularly people who live in apartment buildings. You can now order four free tests. And I actually went online to check it out, see if you could do it. I was successful. Here's the kicker. <clears throat> the tests <laughs> will be shipped within 7 to 12 days. Now, does that mean I'll get them in 7 to 12 days? Or they'll just be shipped within 7 to 12 days? And then, <clears throat> what the heck? What the heck? What if I need it now? I mean, that's a lifetime in COVID, right? 7 to 12 days? This is the government and how they run anything and everything, apparently. Lots of news. Uh, speaking of the chaos and the insanity that's ensuing, OJ prices. We've heard about shortages and other issues throughout the uh, one of the last year or so. OJ prices are now through the roof, and they say it's uh, because of the crop there in Florida, and it's uh, the, the smallest crop I guess they've had in years. So another shortage to put on your radar and talk about inflation. Holy cow. Um just add that to the long list of everything else. Bacon and everything. What, is a, what does breakfast cost nowadays compared to what it used to? I mean, everything. The cost of everything has gone up. <clears throat> and again, as this particular uh, administration wants to look back on a year in office, it is hard finding any sort of light there in the tunnel and anything positive to talk about. Even CNN pointing out that Biden hasn't really held many press conferences. Look at these stats. Presidential news conferences over time. He's only held nine. And that's a far cry from others. And Biden holds a rare news conference tomorrow to reflect on his first rare year in office and to look ahead to the second. Oh I say rare because take a look. Mr. Biden holds far fewer formal press conferences than did the three presidents who came before him. The president hits. So wait, 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 wait. Don't just don't just just skim right past that. Trump held 21. Obama 16. First year in office, by the way. Bush 14. Biden just nine. That's incredible. That's a that's a and you know why. I mean, I think that's probably the biggest issue here. You, you, we know why. And it hits the one-year mark with slumping poll numbers and rising frustration within his Democratic Party. President Biden holds a rare news yeah. conference tomorrow to rare, reflect... A rare news conference. A very rare... New now, what won't be rare is that every single question, he will have some sort of card, you know, like a cheat sheet. It looks something like this. <clears throat> If you're watching on the behind-the-scenes live stream right now, you can see it'll look something like this. It'll be like a folded-up piece of paper, and he'll pull that thing out, and he'll have this, like, very strange gaze on his face. And he'll go, um, uh, 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 Bill from the AP. And then, of course, he'll go to Bill from... From the other end, Bill, and he won't even have a clue where Bill is in the audience. He'll just read that name. And Bill will stand up on the opposite end in direction of the room where Biden was looking. And then, uh, yeah, hilarity 
will uh, will ensue. It, it, you know, and I guess it is it is funny, but at the same time, it's not. I don't know whether to laugh or cry. Uh, the man uh, clearly is his his capacity and his uh, mental uh, ability is is uh, is diminished, and and um, it, it really is sad. However, what's worse? I mean, and this is this is an honest question. What's worse? The thought that he has his finger on the button or who's coming in after him if, if he should leave office now. In fact, uh, Kamala, number two, stepping up. I don't know. Oh, and it's all as we see maybe that we're on the brink of some sort of war or confrontation with Russia and the Ukraine. There ain't nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. Oh, no. And I will dig into that a little bit later on with the, with the Ukraine specifically. But you know what's most troubling about Ukraine is it's not like this particular administration, Biden and his family, have any ties to that country, do they? I mean, this is where these guys were doing the crazy business with Burisma and the oil, and he's blackmailing the uh, former what the uh, president there. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna halt this investigation, and you're gonna do it if you don't do it now. I tell you what, I'm gonna pull this money. And remember his blackmail in his own words, and he bragged about it. He told the story in front of everybody else. I think it was Council on Foreign Relations. Bragged about it to everybody. Uh, anyway, he wrote a report with a startling headline that I thought you, we ought, we ought at least bring this up, uh, as it does appear that the. COVID is crumbling. And this is this is real this is a realistic situation. I've got more details on this, but as you look at kind of over go over the, the, the details of what we're hearing. UK Daily Mail yesterday ran an article headline The Signals This signals the end of the pandemic. XFDA Chief Scott Gottlieb contradicts Fauci and says dramatically different virus strain is unlikely after Omicron. <laughs> cases uh, dropping 10%, the first week over week decline since the new year. So we've talked about this in the past, and I've got a variety of stories to kind of back some of that up. Maybe we'll get more into that in the uh, the after show. But I wanted to start with this story. Did you see it's almost like half, half of Democrats say that they want the unjabbed. The unclean. They want the folks who are un you know whated locked up. Now this this is in crazy. I, I how do we get to a time? You got you got to wonder how do we get to a time a day and age where we see this type of thing? You, you kids just aren't being taught history in school at all. Who thinks this is a good idea? Half of Democrats, nearly half, would back temporary detention for the unjabbed, according to a new poll. Half. Backing measures requiring that unjabbed live temporarily in designated facilities or locations for refusing the jab in a recent poll. A national telephone and online poll. From the Heartland Institute, I believe Rasmussen maybe had a little something to do with this as well. And you, you have, I mean, gosh, I mean, you have to want, how did we get 
how did we get to this place? Well, it's pretty simple. And they've even though they've tried to hide it, this has been something that they have, uh, you know, for, for years. This propaganda and everything else, these talking points against this type of thing. But what, what progressives, what they want more than anything else and what folks in this camp want more than anything else is control. Of course, they'll say it's about, you know, safety, your safety, the good of the community, the good of the society, the good of whatever. But they want control over you and your family. They don't really believe in freedom. They say democracy. Well, you know, democracy is kind of a interesting thing. You take, I don't remember the story. I think it was like four people and you vote whether or not we're going to take Tim's house. Tim is one of the four people, and the three of the four say, you know, we should take Tim's house. Matter of fact, this, this happens as it is anyway, but well, we, we, Tim's house, for the good of the public, for the good of the community, for society, Tim doesn't deserve that house. Let's take it. The three out of the four vote to take that house, and it's gone. It's tyranny. In numbers, big numbers, and that's what we're dealing with. Nearly half of Democrat voters now would back measures requiring those that are unjabbed live temporarily in designated facilities or locations. All for refusing to take the jab. The National uh, Telephone and Online Poll from Heartland Institute and Rasmussen reports, which surveyed 1,000, that's a a decent number for a poll, 1,000 likely U.S. voters, found that 45% of likely Democratic voters would support such measures for the unjabbed. Well, you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, Anderson, they're a, they're a danger to society. Well, you know who I think ought to be locked up. And immediately, if not sooner. And that might even be too good for him. The latest on The Good Doctor. We had some of those stories yesterday and how much, how much in financial gain he has been hiding from everyone else. The reports are out. We'll get to some of that coming up and more in a Rona Report. Plus, anything else you want to join the conversation about, we are streaming live the behind-the-scenes live stream. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and, of course, the new censorship-free version of, like, a YouTube-style site. It's called Rumble. If you're rumbling with us, say hey over in the chat, rumble.com, all of those platforms. Just search at Mr. Justin Barkley. Yeah, we're, we're uh, talking the behind-the-scenes live chat right now. And if you want to join, you can. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and all those other places, including Rumble, the censorship-free version of, like, a YouTube. The Rumblers are hanging out this morning. Good morning, Anita and Charmaine and James. I appreciate you, too, Liberty. And, I, and all the folks that are hanging out this morning in the chat, always fun. But we were just talking about a couple of things. The need to have to switch to local, I think, is bigger and better than ever. Bigger and better than ever. Local organizations, we were talking about Heartland Home Mortgage. They're better than the big banks. In fact, they're not a bank. They're a small, locally-owned mortgage uh, company. These folks are, um, you know, they support our programming here because they live here in the community. They support us. We know these people. Dave Galloway and the crew, you know, I talk about these guys all the time, but you know, even even credit unions, you know, they, they can do your mortgage and whatnot, but maybe a credit union is where do you bank? You know, I mean, got to get out of these big institutions. Watching the policies 
I'm not going to name names, but I've been watching some of the policies of some of these banks and what, what they're requiring and what they're wanting, not just their employees, but everyone else. You know, eventually, if you know, maybe if you've picked it up or read Glenn Beck's book, I highly suggest get that great reset book because it, it's a very a detailed look into where these big corporations tied with government and, of course, a very small few people at the top, Klaus Schwab, the ultimate Bond villain guy, uh, the, where they want us to go. And some of the things, the control, again, the control that they want. Nearly half of all Democrats would back temporary, deten temporary detention for unjabbed. They want to lock you up if you're unjabbed. Your family, if they're unjabbed, it's control. It's the same with the banks. They want to make sure that they control you, depending upon what it is that you do, the behavior you engage in, what type of things you speak out against online, who you do business with. It's all tied together. We've got to get out of those, those big institutions, and I believe really get, I think, back closer to home, to dealing with people that are right in our own backyard that have the same sort of values and, and interests that, that we do. So uh, those are those are things that we're going to, I'm sure, be talking about in, in the future. Another thing we were talking about on the uh, the behind-the-scenes live stream is the testing uh, a website, which is already looks like this is going to be. Now, I looked into it today. It's the post office. It's a, it's a post office website. So imagine this. So, you, you know, and I went through the process. Seemed pretty easy. Now, I haven't gotten the tests shipped to me yet, though. You, you, you only have four. You can only get four per family. And I don't know if that's per week or what the limit is exactly on that. But you can only get four. And then they say they will ship within 7 to 12 days. Does that mean that I'm getting them within 7 to 12 days or they're going to ship out within 7 to 12 days? I know that this is, this is quite a difference. You don't have, actually having some things for sale online at justinbarkley.com. My book, you know, the T-shirts, the mugs, and all that good stuff, all of those things. I've experienced this website thing, and yesterday they did a pre-launch because they want to beta test and get all the bugs and kinks worked out. And apparently, people had a hard time getting getting the uh, the, the, the orders uh, through. Like if they lived in an apartment building, you would think they would have some of that, especially the post office. Uh, this is a big enough organization, you would think, but no, um, uh, they didn't. So I've I've seen all that. I've dealt with some of that up up close and personal. To think about sending all of these tests out and how that's going to work, um, man, you you would you would imagine there's going to be some sort of problem, but it's par for the course, especially with this administration. I know things are shipping pretty fast. In uh, now, we've heard about issues, supply chain things like that, but if if you got it in stock, if it's there, it's shipping pretty fast. In fact, if I get a book order, I can get it out and uh, get it to folks within days. A lot of times. Pretty quickly. Now, sometimes I don't always get them out, shipped out right away because I've, I've kind of backed up on some things I have to do, but I sign them, ship them out. Matter of fact, if you want to grab my book, you can. Uh, go to justinbarclay.com or any of the cool stuff we have, the T-shirts, the mugs, all of it online. You can grab it at justinbarclay.com slash store, and uh, we'd love to send it to you. And I promise, if you order a test or a, or a four-pack of tests today from Biden, I promise. I would. I. I. I could. I'd be willing to bet. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That uh, whatever you order from me, <laughs> do a test. We'll, we'll arrive before before his, his test. And that that's our Biden guarantee. And today you get 10% off everything in a store. Just use coupon code radio when you do, okay? Coming up next, he's running for Congress here in West Michigan. If you haven't met him yet, somebody I think you'll definitely enjoy meeting. We'll talk to him. After this, it's West Michigan Live. Half hour brought to you by our good friends at ProTech Heating and Cooling. It's West Michigan Live. Your furnace on the Fritz. Visit ProTechGR.com or call 616 453 5000 for the folks I trust. ProTech Heating and Cooling. Justin Barkley, welcome back in. And this uh, this segment, talking to somebody who's running for Congress here in West Michigan, and I thought uh, we, uh, we talked to him uh, once before, and I think we definitely have to have him back on, and here he is. Uh, John Gibbs, appreciate you being here with us today. John, thank you so much for for joining in. And we, you know, we've been paying attention to what's happening. Uh, it's, it's hard not to these days. Everything in in Washington has these these ripple effects uh, that are happening in in uh, West Michigan and beyond. And uh, we just appreciate you taking the time to to share with us and what uh, what you're seeing and what you're experiencing and why you decided to run. I know that. We've seen a lot since we've talked to you last. I mean, specifically redistricting has come through in Michigan and really cut things up all all throughout the state. Yeah, thanks, Justin, for having me on. And it's really good to talk to you again. Uh, yeah, there's a whole lot happening these days, and a whole lot has happened since we spoke last time, including the redistricting. Uh, the whole process was kind of hairy. Uh, it took much longer than they expected. It was kind of done in a haphazard manner. Uh, they were holding some meetings in private when they're all supposed to be public. There was uh, quite a bit of scandal with it, um, and this whole thing came about due to a ballot measure uh, a few years ago uh, called something like Voters Not Politicians, which unfortunately was it unfortunately was a little bit deceptively named, because you would imagine that district should be drawn by your elected officials, so there's accountability, but now it's done by an unelected commission, uh, so there's a little bit more opaqueness there. So it was an unfortunate development, and the process was a bit haphazard, but yeah, we have new lines in the district. Uh, it's going to be more competitive than it has been previously, but I think uh, things look really good with how bad Biden's doing. He's botching everything he touches. Um, I, I think that a lot of independents and even a few Democrats are going to, um, you know, look at objective facts uh, and uh, and do what's right this time. So I think we've got a pretty good wave coming up here in November. John Gibbs is uh, challenging Peter Meyer for the, uh, the the third district seat here. Of course, uh, one of the things that uh, w- you mentioned last time you were on was the endorsement from President Trump. Uh, a lot of folks uh, taking a look at that and saying, you know, that's a that's that's something to to, to look at. I mean, we talked why you decided you wanted to run uh, last time around. But maybe just touch on that ag- again. I know you. He had his background in, in Silicon Valley and, and of course, a, a missionary at one point. Uh, what was it that, 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 that pulled you into this race? 
Well, you know, after we had our unfortunate and voluntary change of employment uh, in January of last year, um, I was planning to just take a little bit of a break and then perhaps keep working uh, maybe for some think tanks that are aligned with uh, good values to keep up the fight kind of in that realm and uh, finally stop getting attacked by the media and get out of the spotlight a little bit. Uh, but then some of our uh, friends from our former White House called me and said, uh, this guy, Peter Meyer, uh, has uh, voted to impeach Trump. Do you want to take a stab at going against him? I said, OK, let me think about it. Let me pray about it and, uh, and see what we're going to do here. So took some time to, to do that and deliberate and just think about what we might, what I might want to do and decided to go ahead and do it and jump in the race. So it wasn't something I was planning on doing, but I feel that there is a great need here. Uh, especially when you look over here at West Michigan and all the people that put their trust in Peter Meyer to represent them, the very first vote he takes as a U.S. congressman, literally days after he gets in there, is to impeach President Trump. Uh, people can think uh, what they like about him or what they don't like about President Trump, but he was in there fighting to do what's right. Uh, and for uh, Peter Meyer to do that, I think, is really uh, a betrayal of his voters. So uh, he's no longer representing the people who put him in there, and we need a change. And when you look at, um, uh, you know, who's capable of doing it, I think I'm definitely uh, not to suit my own horn, but um, I've got the right package because, one, I was in D.C. for the past four years uh, working for our Trump administration under Dr. Ben Carson at HUD. So I know what the swamp is like. I know how the swamp operates. I know how to fight them. I've been in meetings and yelled at these rhinos before. So um, I know how to deal with the, the mess in D.C. because I've been there. But I'm also well-grounded uh, in the, having the right values of our folks here. Um, you know, I was a, a pretty, uh, I would say so myself, somewhat hardcore conservative, although I, you know, I, I know how to understand uh, all sides. Um, I've got that grounding as well. So I think I kind of bring the best of both worlds to the table here. So um, it's just all about representing what the people want uh, as a servant of the people um, and doing what's right. So that's why I decided to uh, to jump in the race here. John Gibbs, who's uh, running for Congress here in Michigan's 3rd District, on with us uh, right now, challenging Peter Meyer. I think one of the questions I, I think folks are, are asking about, specifically in this uh, in this vein, is about election integrity. Uh, we've heard President Trump talk about that time and time again. What uh, needs to be done? We hear the uh, Democrats in the voting rights, and I use the quotations there because this is all about really federalizing elections, but this bill that they've got there trying to get through Congress right now, what needs to be done and uh, and what can be done? Do you support like an audit here in Michigan? What would you like to see here uh, to, to ensure that the elections have integrity? Yeah, I mean, I support a full forensic audit uh, just so we can have a greater understanding of what happened in 2020. A lot of people have questions, rightfully so. A lot of the math is a little bit funky. Um, you had President Trump winning bellwether counties which usually whoever wins those wins the election. Um, but yet uh, he's still inexplicably lost. Uh, you see uh, the President Trump getting more votes than he got the first time he ran. Um, and American history, whenever you do that, you always win. There's no such thing as getting more votes than the first time and losing. But yet we saw that. So I think there's a lot of mathematical anomalies and uh, weird, weird stuff. So I think uh, we should do that. But I think going ahead, we need to focus on that as well. Um, I think for one, this whole practice of sending out absentee ballots to every single person, I think is absurd. Um, if a person requests it, send it to them, but don't be sending out ballots to every single person like happened last time where you saw people getting two, three, four ballots uh, to their home. I think it's just totally ridiculous. Uh, voter ID obviously is something that should be standardized and expanded uh, as much as we can. Um, you have to show an ID to get on the airplane, to buy beer, et cetera. So you should obviously have to show a voter ID, an ID in order to vote. And by the way, they try to say it's racist, but actually, the majority of, of black people do support that because it's based on common sense. Uh, so we need to have voter ID. I would also say we've got to get rid of Zuckerbucks. 
this idea that you can use private money by the millions and go and put these drop boxes all over the place, um, especially in areas where your favorite party is like congregated, which is what uh, Zuckerberg did last time. I think it's absurd. Uh, we've got to stop that. Uh, I think when you look at uh, the whole issue of absentee ballots and how we handle them, we're so far out of line with international standards. And most European countries don't even let you do absentee ballots. If you do, you've got to be overseas and you've got to show your passport. So I think we've really got to get our system uh, much more tightened uh, when it comes to these uh, absentee ballots. So I think there's just a few things we can do. There's a lot more, but we really got to take strong action here and restore people's confidence in our elections. A lot of talk about what might come in uh, 22 in the midterms here and Republicans taking back control of uh, the House and Senate and what might happen at that point. I've heard talk about investigations uh, into the Biden administration, into folks like Dr. Fauci. We've already heard the senators uh, asking about, you know, how, would you would you please show us your financial disclosure? We, we found out the other day, despite Fauci again lying, that, that that was available for public. It wasn't. What would you support there when the Republicans take back control in 22 here? What would you like to see, you know, if, if you do a step into office there? Yeah, I mean, I would say all of the above. First of all, when you're talking about coronavirus, we do need to uncover, um, you know, where's where this whole thing come from. Uh, there was kind of a, a weak conclusion, I think, from some uh, sectors of the government saying it, it may have come from China, but we need more than that. Um, I think we need to really get to the bottom of, of where this thing came from. And uh, so we really have got to uh, do whatever it takes to get there. I think uh, seeing the financial disclosures of Dr. Fauci and many others is critically important. Um, if he has not made that public, he's got to do that. So I think we have to do what it takes to get there. And um, I think uh, we really need to have a national conversation about this whole concept of emergency orders, where basically under the pretext of an emergency, um, any governor can simply do whatever they want and shut down people's companies, shut down people's lives, even up to telling you you can't go to church, which is a height of absolute and total absurdity. Um, there may not be as much of a federal role there, but we need to work with the, the states and have conversations about how we can perhaps roll back some of these uh, powers that have been given to the governors to just kind of do whatever they want and steamroll over people. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's I think the sky's the limit in terms of what we can look at uh, legislatively to uh, tighten up some of the problems we saw. Now, uh, Biden will be in there uh, until 24, unfortunately. Um, so hopefully he'll have some common sense and pass some of the stuff that we'd uh, bring up to his desk. But if he doesn't, we still got to keep driving hard anyway and put him on the record saying he's against common sense things like not sending ballots to every single person or um, letting governors just run amok and, and uh, take away the rights of their citizens. So, yeah, we'll have our work cut out for us. We'll have enough work um, seven days a week for the entire time. And I think it'll be actually pretty interesting and, and uh, good work uh, to do that. John Gibbs is on with us right now. He is uh, running for uh, Congress here in Michigan's 3rd District, challenging uh, Peter Meyer, who currently holds that seat. And, uh, you know, we, we just kind of graze at the top of some of these these issues. But, John, what are you hearing if you're out talking to people, you're having these conversations with people? Is there anything else that you're hearing out there that, that's top of mind that folks in West Michigan are saying, we need these issues addressed, and we just don't feel like we have that voice right now. Yeah, a couple of things I would say. One is vaccine mandates, which we must get rid of completely. Um, the idea that the governments or companies can force you to take the uh, vaccine is totally absurd. It's ridiculous. Last I checked, we're a free country. That means that every American can decide, based on their own judgment, if they want to take this vaccine or not. I think the level of mandates and threats and coercion and uh, firing people from their jobs, kicking people out of the military, because they're not taking uh, the vaccine is just beyond the pale. 
So we've really got to deal with that. We really got to address that one. Uh, it's just it's unbelievable that in our country um, we've gotten to the point where they can do stuff like that. So that's one thing. Uh, the second thing is uh, this whole idea of critical race theory. Um, it's a very insidious ideology that's popped up. Um, it's blatantly racist. It says if you're black, you're automatically a victim. Um, if you're white, you're automatically guilty. It's absolutely unfair. It doesn't look at how you actually treat people, how you love others, how you live your life. No. It just says, based on your race, you're guilty, or based on your race, you're innocent. And it's an absolute insult to the legacy of the civil rights movement, especially since we celebrated Dr. King's um, birthday here just a couple of days ago. Um, it's a good time to remember that CRT is in no way, shape, or form uh, his legacy at all. It's a very uh, a racist um, invention of the left to divide people um, in order to gain control. So we really have got to uh, fight hard to get rid of CRT and come back to the foundational things which unite us, the Declaration Bill of Rights, Constitution, doesn't matter what background you come from. Those are what makes us, those are what make us American. And those are what we have to get back to and focus on. So I would say the vaccine mandates, CRT, uh, then we also have this whole issue of inflation, uh, gas prices and everything else are going up. Store shelves really are empty. That's not fake news. You travel around here and look at some of the shelves. A lot of stuff is missing because of the total and complete incompetence of this administration and keeping the supply chains open, uh, keeping the boats coming into the ports. You literally had a transportation secretary taking a couple month vacation mm -hmm. when there's boats backed up at the port. Uh, we haven't seen this kind of incompetence in, in a very long time. And I dare say Biden is doing even worse than anyone expected. So, um, yeah, I would say uh, those are just three of the issues that I'm hearing from people as I talk to folks. And, of course, the fact that people are very hurt that Peter Meyer backstabbed them and voted to impeach President Trump. Sometimes people even hug me when I tell them that I'm running because they're so happy that someone is uh, going to primary Peter Meyer successfully because of the betrayal uh, that he uh, put on them. So, yeah, those are just a few of the things I hear when I'm out and about talking to folks. John Gibbs is challenging Peter Meyer for Michigan's 3rd uh, District Congressional. See, John, I've, I've, I'm going to ask you, you know, I don't mean to put you too much on the spot here, uh, but, you know, w w w you, you mentioned the incompetence. And I, and, and I, I look at this over and over again when I read the story after story. I mean, we're, we're, we're looking at Russia threatening Ukraine right now. There's another example of you think they ever would have tried that on Trump's watch? It never would have happened. But you see the story after story, and I, it brings me to this question. It's, in, it's either incompetence on a whole new level or it's intentional. And they talk a lot about Build Back Better, and I say, you know, if you want to build back better, first got to tear things down. Do you think this is sheer incompetence or is there something intentional happening here? Well, that's a very good question, Justin. I, I do think there's a little bit of both elements going on here. Um, I've heard uh, indirectly from some of the folks that are still in the government, some of their career employees at uh, various agencies that they haven't seen this level of incompetence in a very long time, if not ever. Uh, so I do think the Biden folks truly believed, many of them did, that Trump was so terrible that all we have to do is uh, show up and we'll be better than him. Well, they're learning the hard way that governing is hard work and you need smart people who are disciplined to do it. And we have that. We absolutely have that. They don't. And so I think uh, there is some incompetence. But I also think there is some intentionality as well, for sure. Um, the number of millionaires and billionaires uh, in the world and in our country has increased pretty significantly since this COVID-19 thing started. So uh, there are people making money off this for sure. So there is some element of intentionality there, uh, as well as just uh, implementing government control over people. The idea that you have to show an ID in order to go into a restaurant or travel, uh, those who are uh, a communist persuasion, let's call them, mm -hmm. have wanted that for a very, very long time. And now they're using this as a pretext to establish it. So I do think that there is intentionality in them taking advantage of this uh, to accomplish their agenda. So 
uh, that's definitely there as well. So I think that there's a little bit of both here. John Gibbs, if folks can, uh, if if they want to in the chat here, we're asking people are asking where do I send the check? <laughs> so where where can folks find out more about you or uh, maybe even contribute to your campaign? Sure, folks can go to votejohngibbs.com. That's votejohngibbs.com, and that's where you can uh, give. We do need uh, uh, funding in order to to win this. Uh, Peter Myers going to have all the establishment with him, so he's going to raise a lot of money, but it won't be enough. Jeb Bush raised $100 million in 2016. He lost big time, and he ended with asking people to clap for him. So I think you're going to see something similar this time. But we do need enough to get my name out there. So I uh, uh, would appreciate your uh, uh, contribution with us financially as well as uh, sign up to volunteer so it can help us uh, get the word out and really get out into the community and uh, just help us do what's right and, and fight for our country. John, definitely uh, want to invite you back. Thank you so much for taking the time today to be here with us and, of course, uh, answer some of these questions and just check in. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. And, we'll, of course, uh, get you back on in the near future. Thank you. Thanks, Justin, for having me on. Really appreciate it. You got it. John Gibbs challenging Peter Meyer here in the 3rd Congressional District here in Michigan. Vote johngibbs.com. Back with more right after this. to come on the after show it's the show after the show that's why we call it the after show and it's jam-packed we never have enough time never have enough time with the uh with the hour that we have here so we do our best to jam-pack the after show for you coming up you can listen a couple different ways if you go online facebook twitter twitch and rumble the rumblers hanging out today say hey to the rumblers it's like a censorship-free version of YouTube over on Rumble. And we'll uh, get to all the comments. Plus, if you text in anytime during the show, you can. Uh, sometimes it's hard to get through on the phone lines. Text in at 616-201-3353. 616-201-3353. We'll be able to check out, of course, uh, your... Anything you might have to say, uh, anything you want to add to the program, and if you want to send me stories or things you think we should carry, love to hear from you. Lots of good stuff always coming through. I can send things back that way, too, and it's a way we can get around Big Tech. And censorship. All right, back tomorrow, 906, God willing. Folks, the after show is next. Make it a great day. God bless. That's it for today. Join me online at justinbarclay.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at Mr. Justin Barclay. Leave a comment, give us a rating, and follow us on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of West Michigan Live with Justin Barclay was produced and engineered by Joe Balecki. I'm Justin Barclay, and this is West Michigan Live. Make it a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. 
agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.